Hey, welcome to Idol Chatter, the podcast of Max Show, the Idol, with the king of toxic R&B, the weekend. I'm your host, Derek Brown, and with me is my very talented, very funny, better half. Is that what you say to partners? Marla, shout your name. The personality of the show. Thanks. The, Marley, the ha-has of the shows. Marley, Glizzy, Lizzy, Hot Dogs. <laughs> okay I, I i may have to write that in so that's great for me uh yeah so today since the show ended last week today is the listeners reaction the viewers reaction to the show to our podcast so we took a whole bunch of questions from you guys from you and some questions off reddit and we're gonna talk about them Marla, any different feelings about the show since a week uh, out? No, I woke up in a better mood today. Why is that? Because we I, there was no show to watch. Yeah. I actually yeah. felt relieved. I did have a conversation with one of my friends, and he thought it was so weird that he is thinking about rewatching the series again, just to like dig deeper into it and like analyze the weirdness because it was so bad that like he wanted to watch it again yeah i feel like there might be some small things we can um re like gain from watching it again um i know you won't but i'm pretty sure i missed some stuff there's some stuff i don't know um you know there's some beatles references apparently that i missed um yeah. How do you not know George Harrison, dude? Uh, I don't I don't know, man. I'm not wasn't raised on the Beatles. You know. Yeah. Different culture. Again, the seventies. The seventies crew is like really out for blood for us. Oh yeah, the boomers are booming mad, man. But you know what? We we're gonna do what millennials do, which is ignore. Is that what we do? With what? Melanies? Millennials? Did I miss oh, saying millennials? millennials? Yeah. I don't know, dude. I thought it was like mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. <laughs> We're gonna do what mayonnaise do, which is ignore. Um, you know, fun <laughs> fact: I was sixteen when I ate mayonnaise the first time. Not really. I believe fact. it. Yeah. So How did you talk- have it? I was on a subway no. sandwich. No, answer this question. It was on a subway okay. sandwich. And so the first time I went to Subway, I didn't know because I was without my parents. So I had like this dry ass sandwich. <laughs> it was like, you want mayonnaise on that? I was like, no, nah, because I grew up on like Miracle Whip like or mustard. Like black people don't really mess with mayo. Um, so, yeah, I, I tried it and oh, it made it a lot better. Less dry ass sandwich. So. All right. So let's talk about. Uh, so on Spotify, uh, for you guys who don't listen on Spotify, there's an option to answer poll questions. And we're going to go to that. So I had a poll question. I said, did you enjoy the ending of the idol? And then there is 15% yes, 52% no, and then 31% mixed, which is, what do you think? Is that surprising to you? The mixed? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, the mixed. I I think I thought it would be an overwhelming no. No, I, I think... I did like the outcome. I do feel like it is definitely, um, I was hoping for more, but I did like the outcome in, yeah. So apparently I think there was a, another episode, but they um, edited out a lot of stuff. I think the edited pages are on, online, but I haven't read it yet. 
but yeah um yeah I, I i still i'm actually i do enjoy the ending now um to go back i i do like it i do think i missed out on some stories that didn't end okay and the next question is why did leia leave and we got one from lena lena sorry common sense prevailed uh marion sorry if, if i'm mispronouncing your name she left be- she left before more honestly what if it was like marion and you well okay then you read it marla made then- him her like a they. r&b yeah. artist okay then you read it i can't pronounce uh certain names <laughs> okay hi is is marion here <laughs> You know, but the, what would you say, Marion? Marion? I think it's Marion. Okay. Well, no, it sounds I, like Mary Ann. I'm sorry, sh- by the way, for anyways, killing your name. Why did Leia leave? Marion said she left before more scenes were cut. And the last one? Uh, the the chief and Fox said a multitude of reasons. Semicolon. Tedros bullying her. Jocelyn changing and becoming a crazier version of Tedros. Xander's betrayal and ultimately feeling like nobody was listening to her anymore. Hashtag hope. Number four, season two. I, that's hope for season two. Uh, so that brings us to the questions we got from you guys. Let's go into one right now. Marla, um, do you think a season two is necessary? And if it were to happen, what do you think would end? I mean, what do you think would be season two? Okay, I'll take your first question. Do you think season two is necessary? Mm-hmm. fuck no okay um i need season two like i need an std okay if so what do you think mm-hmm. would happen i would kill myself <laughs> uh <laughs> yeah how would you have wished it ended that's a good question thank you mary for that question ideally what would be the best ending for this show and not say like a atomic bomb on the whole house everyone drinks like arsenic kool-aid and dies no really like what's the best ending for the show uh you know i can answer i can if you want okay you answer okay one i do hope there's season two and all right i want i would want season two to be where um joss and tedros are managing the new record label and then Joss is blowing up and Tedros is trying to blow up from his artist fame and he's trying to manage them and do shady stuff and try to take over them. And it's like a big power struggle between these two when they have to fight, you know, choose which one they go with. And that would be great. Oh, that's also, pretty interesting. more, more um, chances for more artists to show up. I and would, I would be down. Xander I think you be killed. But go ahead. Okay. This asshole. I would like a spinoff of the execs. I don't need to see Tedros or Joss, but true. a spinoff of the execs would be fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's true. Yeah, because I do want to see them in there. Like, I want more Destiny mm-hmm. on Heim. And I, there's so many people who are underused. Um, again, Dan. Levy. Dan Levy. Misused. Yeah. Uh, uh, the big live, live nation agents, LA Raw. Probably uh, like more references that I don't get so that yeah. uh, I can educate we- myself <laughs> from the 70s era, particularly. Yeah. 
Um, but again, we don't know if that's true. We don't know if people are referencing the Beatles. But Mary, thank you for your question. Um, let's go to the next one. Which real life pop star would you like to see on the Idol type show? An Idol type show from? Does that make sense? Which real life pop star would you like to see a Idol type show from? Like as opposed to The Weeknd? No, like yeah, no, 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 no. As opposed to Joss, like it would be following the artists. Like, say, like let's give an example. Like Kanye, Kanye would be Joss, and we would follow Kanye throughout his um, maybe certain career, part of career. Mm. Who would you want to follow? Um, Thank you, John, for that. By the way, thanks. Shout out to John. Probably like Donald Trump or like. What's that? What's that one politician that looks like a turtle? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Here we go again. Let, hold on. Let me fact check it. Well, I was hoping for a pop turtle. star, Marla, but that's They're you know what? Stars. No, it is an idol because uh, Donald Trump is an idol. Mitch um, McConnell. Mitch McConnell. That would be boring. Yeah. Uh, would that be boring? You don't know. I don't know. What if he did like some foul stuff? He does do foul stuff. No, like I'm talking about like murder. We're talking about like blow. Talking you about shot collars. What more shot collars? I mean, maybe he might. Mitch McConnell, Donald Trump. I'm trying to think of another R&B star. Oh, Britney Spears. That yeah. would be dope. Yeah, like uh, her whole... Instagram is crazy, dude. Have you looked at that? No, not lately. She's is back it... on her bullshit. She's back really? on her bullshit. She's spinning yeah, around. She's... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's her move, man. <laughs> that's that Britney spin. Uh, yep. <laughs> you gonna, are you going to do spin? Um, yeah. <laughs> no, no. If there was video, I would have thought about it. But uh, we can put this. We can put this. We can definitely. Thanks to Spotify, we can make this a video podcast. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> that's my um, commercial voice. Now, Britney Spears would be dope. Yeah, um, especially because her conservatory stuff. I don't know if it'd be funny, though. That's the thing. Britney Spears would be good. I'm trying to think of a rapper that's not Kanye. Let's say Old Dirty Bastard from Wu-Tang. Is there a more current rapper that people would know who's Generation Z? Uh, uh, the white one. Which one? Young Eminem? Gravy. Young Gravy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go to the next question. Uh, at what point does Joss plan to overpower Tetris? Was it at the club? Was it after? This is that's from Art Deco Girl. I don't know. That's a very good question. Yeah, it is. I think overpower. That's a good word. I think it happened in real life. Like, I think it happened in the last episode when she saw um, Diane. I don't think it was like I think so. a plot. Yeah. I don't think it was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to come to him and then use him. I don't think it was like that. But I do think she made a choice to do anything to get her inspiration. So yeah. I do think that was it. I think that's a very that's a, that's the logical answer. Is like she saw something that made her react that way, and that was mm-hmm. Diane being invited to her house by Tedros, and then like finding out that they were involved before, and so she started this whole journey to fuck him over. Which, by the way, let me preface by saying I did not write the show. I do not know the writers. I hardly very did any research. So if this is incorrect in your opinion, then you don't you don't whatever. have to respond. You don't have to respond to that. 
no, I'm going to have to respond because I feel like I'm speculating here. And it's like, well, how did you not catch as in episode two at minute 337 when she blinked twice? <laughs> and that was Morse code for kill the enemy. And it's like, <laughs> Bro, I'm can sorry. Can you imagine if we did like Game of Thrones or like uh, Star Trek or Star Wars? Oh, my God, dude. Do you, uh, when did she decide to overpower Tetris? Okay. So I, I thought I answered it. I answered it fine. I think we're both in agreement, yeah. Yeah, uh, you read the next question. Hi. Has your perception of any of the characters <laughs> or story... What? I'm sorry, just the Is hi. that the right one? Yeah. Is that the right one? Yeah, okay. yeah, it is. Hi. Has your perception of any of the characters or storylines in The Idol changed as you've progressed through the podcast episodes? If so, can you give us an example? I think it has. Yeah, for I sure. want to hear your take on this. Well, number one, thanks for listening. Yeah, thank <laughs> really you, makes my day. Um, when I first watched the episode, I was super not into it. I didn't really want to give it the time of day, but I think having to like talk about it with you every week, Derek, and getting the engagement from uh, the other chatties mm-hmm. like really forced me to pay more attention to what the message was trying to tell the audience Mm -hmm. and i thought it was it does have more depth than i originally thought yeah same um to answer the question yeah i yeah i think joss is like a beast like i i respect her a lot more and i don't think she was being taken advantage of which i really enjoy and yeah, it's true. I to piggyback off what you're saying. We did this show because we thought it was going to be like an entourage type show. Like I thought it was going to be like very shallow, very like pretend Fifty Shades of Grey. Just like entourage, nothing really happened. It's pretty. I loved entourage back in the day, but it was pretty douchey. So I thought I thought it was going to be like that, and I thought we could make fun of it. Then we saw the. I saw the first episode. I was like, oh wow, okay, this is more in depth and deeper than i thought which is a gift and a curse yes we went in into it pretty blindly i think we saw all the things that made like a good show and we were fans of the weekend and Mm -hmm. dan levy and honestly i didn't know sam levinson that well but now same that we've watched his shows i'll be more on the lookout for his work and Maybe go watch some old movies of his if I feel like being sad. Yeah. Oh, the uh, the Bumblebee come come show. Um, mm-hmm. that's the Transformers born. Bumblebee Next or question. bust. <laughs> nice. Uh-huh. That should be the name of this episode. Uh, Marla, would you watch a prequel to this show? Which I assume takes place yeah. uh, when the mom is still alive yeah yeah i'd be interested in a backstory of the mom of joss or maybe even tedros oh tedros would be what if tedros had like a hamilton come up he was born in like the caribbean and all of his parents died of like scurvy and then he like cons his way into the states yo actually i was thinking first i was i was gonna say no because like i don't want to see like abuse but it doesn't have to start when she's a child. It could start like when she's, you know, in her early, early 20s, maybe late teens. Isn't 18, she 19, in her early 20s? I don't isn't know. She like, I, isn't she like 12? No. Uh, I See, in my head, I thought she was like around like 24. 
I think. Okay. Um, yeah, so it would be really interesting to see how, what type of mom it was, if it was mind games. And maybe she picked up how to play Tetros from her mom or something. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I think I would, but it would be a tough watch. I wouldn't want to see the... Um, here's what I wouldn't want to see. I wouldn't want to see the hairbrush scenes, and I wouldn't want to see Tedros beating up his uh, sex workers or, you know, and torturing them and doing all that stuff. That might be a hard watch for me at the past so, yeah, on that really one. Tough. I think I'd be more interested in Tedros's backstory than Joss's. Yeah. But that's because um, I'm a girl hater, so... You know what's you know what's funny is um, the one question anyone's per- perception, any character's perception has changed. Tedros, I really thought Tedros was like this conniving. I mean, he is conniving, but he seems the last episode seems lost and not in control of anything and in way over his head. So I do think mm-hmm. that's a big change. Here's a question I didn't put on the outline: What were some of the difficulties? you guys face when uh, recording the podcast and I'll, I'll answer mine. Mine was just finding the balance between character analysis being funny and symbolism and editing. Editing was really hard because we talked about a lot of stuff and then we had to edit because no one's going to listen to the idol podcast. It's an hour and 30 minutes. So I had to edit some, references we we found and then get hammer in the comments for <laughs> editing out uh certain explanations that was a little difficult uh what about you marla i know i think i know the answer for you but what were some of the difficulties you had recording the podcast uh um, in terms of like watching I don't and think it was, speaking about it well it felt like homework right because it's i think that there was an Maybe this was my ignorance, but I felt like that there was this expectation that we had to be the experts in the show and Mm -hmm. really like the whole idea of us even starting a podcast, not even not even to cover the idol was just because like we wanted to catch up. Yeah. And we just picked this show as a topic to talk about. And so like I didn't even have it to my ignorance, like the thought to like do all this research i just thought it would be good enough to do my input and my opinions but i think people looked for answers in our podcast which is like i guess a a compliment but i have to say like you did the heavy lifting and like really drove our podcast because you edited it the whole thing and you like cut all the music and the i wanted to say the footage but there's no footage no the audio together not to brag Um, but i did make the beats just just you to, did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so. shut up. I thought you just like pulled that off of like some website. No, I, I made the beats and that was so oh st- my I, God. I took it way too seriously. I was like, no, this shit needs to bang. Yeah. But yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it might have a 2.3 or whatever mm-hmm. current rating it is, but it's five stars it's, in my heart. Oh, that's very sweet, Marla. Yeah. I think we have a 2.7. It doesn't matter. <laughs> no, we're not gonna get can- we're not gonna get canceled. Steve Jobs goes and like be like, you know what? You guys are too low. Uh, cancel. You know, it's it's weird because I think what happened is we were the only podcast, um, not just shitting on it. So we became like I wouldn't say a leader, like a forefront. Maybe I'll say the best, the idol podcast, unknowingly. So of course you're gonna get a lot of listens, and it actually we have more listeners than I thought we would. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, a lot from everywhere, which is awesome. Places I've never been, so which is cool. Yeah, man, it feels like we had to step up a little mm-hmm. bit. I wouldn't say we're heroes, but something like that, I want to say. I mean, it goes it goes us, 9-11, firefighters. And, oh, okay, um, let's, I'm joking, by the way. Can you read the uh, Reddit stuff? Can someone explain the meaning behind crocodile tears? I thought crocodile tears is when someone fake cries for attention, sympathy, or manipulation. However, that definition doesn't really fit in the context of the song. Derek, you want to take that one? (laughs) I don't know, because I know it it was a song that um, Chloe sung, and I think it did have a, I think it was a point for it mm-hmm. and i think maybe crocodile tears is what jocelyn may have used to get sympathy um from everyone maybe with a abuse or whatever which she yeah, had crocodile tears when she went on her instagram live and, and talked about her abuse and so i'm thinking maybe that because there's also she sung the song um by a body of water i don't know why i said body of water but by the pool which I would assume maybe she's a crocodile, but yeah, I think it refers to Jocelyn giving fake tears. Um, Not to say her her abuse wasn't real, but I do think she is an actress and that's what uh, she did. So the chorus of the song is crocodile tears are falling down my face. I want you to cry for me. I want you to be sorry for the things that you've done made it so hard for me to have fun. There's things you've done, crocodile sitting all alone, paints her nails a shade of pink to match Princess Peach's cheek. Maybe they'll think I'm beautiful. Maybe I can trick them. So I think like, I think the crocodile tears term is, is correct in that she is like trying to, when I say she's Susanna, is Mm. trying to play this person to win over sympathy but like that's not how she truly feels because then in her other verses i've been a crocodile my whole life i try to fit in but i always stand out my claws are too sharp my heart my thoughts are too dark and i keep eating all my friends she's crying alone the deceitful croc the deceitful crocodile in the nile this is like a monologue of not fitting in Mm -hmm. and it just makes me think of like she like tries to have fun and tries to be friendly to destiny and she's like bouncing up and down the hallway and she's like hi and destiny's like holy (laughs) shit i think Susanna may have some weird social cues or might not pick up on some social cues she just feels like she doesn't fit in so well she is when she tries to fit in she is 17 yeah Yeah. and so maybe this is a, a part of her life maybe every 17 year old that doesn't feel like they're understood good question that is from reddit so the next question is, do you guys think we will ever see Amy's version or at least read the script? Uh, the Amy referring to is Amy, I think it's Smiths, who was the original producer before Sam Levinson. Do I think we'll read it? I don't think so. From what I read, I, I think, so it was The weekend's idea. So it was his, his story. 
and I heard that it was more towards the cult side, and the weekend wanted to talk about the you know the pop star life because that's what he knows and that's what his friends are. So I think he chose to go with Sam Levine because he honored that vision. So do I think we'll see it? I mean, yeah, we may, but I mean, it, it's not going to have Haim in it that much. It's definitely not going to have Destiny in it. It's not going to have the Live Nation manager. So I wouldn't be interested in reading it because I like this world. I don't know I about cults. Like I, I assume there's more cult shows. And I never seen like a idol type show. Um, what about you? Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, let's see what else did they say. Uh, we barely got to see Jocelyn perform. Was shocked that they filmed at the, she was filmed at the weekend concert. They used only a footage of ten seconds instead of showing Jocelyn perform. Is that a big deal to you? Are you upset that she they didn't perform? She's a freak in front of the weekend's crowd. Mm. I mean, I no. guess they could have shot it in a green screen, but like if I went to a weekend's concert, weekend concert, and I came out and actually that would be cool. I, yeah, I, that would be fine if she they just did like one or two songs. It would have been fine. But yeah, that does suck. I would like to see that there. That would be cool. Well, it's this question saying like she should have performed it in the show, like not necessarily in front of a real audience, but like. No. The last show, um, they're saying, you know, when she came out and she introduced Tetros, mm-hmm. it was actually at a real weekend concert. And then she was saying, the user was saying that she wanted to see the we- or Jocelyn perform the songs in front of that big audience. Probably because it would have been crickets because she's not actually as talented as Britney Spears. Yeah. <sighs> okay. All right, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh let's see you want to read the next one and then uh, that's a, gonna be the last one so what did everyone think of Tetros <laughs> at the end and what he was feeling slash thinking when jocelyn called him out on stage and told the audience how he was the love of her life thanked him etc then told tedros he's hers forever i'm still a little confused by the ending and death need to rewatch so i'm curious what everyone thinks Tedros is feeling in the moment and what has come for Tedros in the future. Does he love Josh? Josh. Joss. I think he does. Does she really love him? Would yeah, love to hear others' questions. opinions. Slash cutest cat lady. Um, I think he was shocked. I think it was like complete role reversal. Like mm-hmm. she basically nipped all this manipulative shit in the bud because she like I don't know what the proper term is. She like put him in like a check position where like he can't do anything now because now the whole world knows that he is her boyfriend. If he were to like be an asshole or abuse her or whatever, like he would totally get canceled now because everyone knows who he is. He can't Mm -hmm. do this manipulative shit with her anymore because he is now also in the limelight just, just as much as she is. But I think she has him like in her pocket now. She just like whip him out whenever she wants, or like she can use him as a chess piece if it makes sense. Do I think he cares about her? Yeah, I do think they care about each other, but I do think it's going to be a very toxic relationship mm-hmm. of jealousy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I assume he's like slept with all of his people under him, all his 
you know, artist. Yeah. No, I think it's just going to be one of those relationships that we see in Hollywood. This is my question. The outcome of our show. Are we done with this show? Are we done with podcasting? Marla, take it away. Give the answer. No, we're not done. No. No. We're Mm -hmm. ruminating on a different podcast, different ideas. And if you want to join us on this journey, we would love to have you. It's going to be a good time. You can ask our friends in real life. Should we talk about the origin story of Marla and Derek? Derek and I met in the, like between, it's 2000 teens, okay? We were both at a sales company making cold calls. Like the unglamorous version of Wolf of Wall Street is what we did. There was like a lot of uglier people and no cocaine at all. So it just sucked. (laughs) Yeah. And, um... I was needing help moving my computer monitor and my stuff from one cubicle to another. And I saw this like very nice approachable black man. And I was like, hi, can you help me move my stuff? I'm your new teammate. And he's yeah, like, she, what? Call, she called me the N word right away. No, I did not. <laughs> and she's like, boy, get my stuff. And he's like, what? And I was like, no. Never mind, I'll just move myself. And we ended up sitting next to each other. And like cold calls can be pretty demoralizing and like dehumanizing. Like if you have to make a hundred calls a day and people just like spit in your face basically over the phone, you kind of just have to find like pockets of humor. And Derek and I just like had random conversations and we would just like talk about random shit all the time. And we would just like be funny and play off of each other. And then like people eventually would like stop by and talk to us both. They It was like weird because they would just like flip a quarter at us and expect for us to do like, you know, yeah. bits together. So like, oh, we should do a podcast. We did a podcast back in the day. Please let's trust that one. That one was a, if you think this is bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that one was done at a time um, that was a lot different. Yeah, I, I think we are going to do another podcast. Um, I don't know if it's going to be a review show, but right now we're kind of deciding on whether to cover a certain show or we have another idea for a podcast. Um, so I think it's coming really soon. I think we'll post the first couple episodes on this channel, uh, but I do think we're making a new podcast and we're probably going to take maybe two weeks off um, after the next show. The next show, oh, it's exciting. Um, the next show, show we're doing our first award show called the Chatties. Um, yeah, I'm really excited about it. We made some categories. Um, I'm gonna post a link. You guys can vote on the categories we have. Let me read them. Some of the categories are best catchphrases, biggest twist, best actor, best breakout performance, most uncomfortable sex scene. Best episode, best WTF moment, and funniest moment. So we're going to post a link uh, in the, I guess, this we call it description of the show, of this show, and then you guys can vote. And then next show, we're going to hold the first chatties. You know what yeah, you so. should add here is three what? more questions. Uh, fuck, Mary kill. Oh, nice. Fuck, Mary. Yeah. Okay, cool. We'll do that. There's a lot of characters. Sure, we'll we'll do it. That's it, we're, guys. We're also starting an OnlyFans. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, it's a little sad seeing us us leaving, but we will be back next show for the award show. 
then after that we'll say our deuces and do the new show so yeah thanks for listening to you honestly thank you for listening to our show um i know it's been a rough ride and not a rough ride it's been a fun ride and it's been it's really been a fun awesome. ride the learning curve happened quick we yeah man um yeah we'll be back next week that's been our show thank you for listening to idle chatter been your host Derek brown and um arla glizzy lizzy and i'll see you guys next week bye bye